0: i Spaces welcome to the ether today is thursday april 20th 2023 today on the ether the injective hackathon panel building exchanges on injective let's take a listen
1: hey guys looking forward to getting started here. hi how's everybody doing doing great how are you doing well doing well 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 with that um you know i think we can kick right off into things um this is our, I think, you know, I'm losing track, but but our fourth or fifth hackathon panel. Welcome to, you know, this Injective hackathon panel, building exchanges on Injective. We're super lucky to have uh, the team from uh, Wavely, the team from Transac, and uh, our very own Chris Choi of Injective Labs to talk today about building different, you know, types of exchange modules on Injective. Um, a reminder that this space is recorded. So any of our hackathon builders can always come, you know, come back easily, uh, to, you know, listen through and, um, you know, continue to build within this awesome hackathon. Um, I think we may be waiting on Kev to pop back in here, um, but maybe, you know, as we wait for Kev, would love to kind of pass over for quick introductions.
2: Um, and with that, uh chris you know would love to start with you hey can you guys hear me okay hey um yeah um thanks for the intro cooper so i'm chris i'm the um head of product of injective labs um obviously injective labs we contribute to um the injective blockchain um building everything from like all, all sorts of modules and also like the supporting stuff um for the chain as well um but we also built um uh our exchange uh front end called helix right so um the one that i am sure a lot of you guys um probably have used it and and yeah so i i i i will be able to um give insights coming from the um fundamental like blockchain level but also um all the way up from the um user experience um uh, user-facing uh, exchange, um, product. Awesome stuff. Awesome. Um,
1: and Sammy, maybe, maybe, maybe someone from your end. Uh,
3: hey, hey, guys. Thanks for having me on this on this uh, spaces. So, I'm Sammy. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Transact. Transact is a fiat on-ramp. Uh, so we we we're integrated into uh, wallets like uh, MetaMask, Trust Wallet, uh, Kepler Wallet. And we're integrated into um, uh, DeFi and CFi apps like Aave, uh, QuickSwap, and we're integrated into games like Decentraland, uh, z Run, Splinterlands, and um, and and what we do for these apps is is we allow people to buy crypto inside that application, um, and and we make that we do that so that they can have a better onboarding experience for their users, um, and we're you know we're happy to be supporting the Injective ecosystem. And uh, I think that's why we're on the call today to to um, you know to, to help uh, you guys onboard your users from
1: fiat to crypto when you when you're making your apps. Fantastic. super, super glad to have you here. And lastly, Kev, um, is everything working on your end? or are you, are you speaking from the, the Wavely account? Maybe ha- be having a, a quick hang hangup um, with Kev, but in the meantime, you know would love to, and, and whenever Kev pops back up here as a speaker. You can give a quick introduction, um, but but you know, I guess you know. Without further ado, can really just dive into stuff here. But we're super excited to have everybody here for this event conversation, and you know, providing context for how to build an exchange on top of Injective is very unique, um, which we can we can get into. And having Sammy joining us here from the perspective um, of onboarding, you know, probably the most important piece, which is onboarding via Fiat. Um, into kind of crypto and more so into defi maybe let's kind of you know start with chris's perspective what are the, some of the kind of key components um, and architectures required for building uh, decentralized exchanges
2: <clears throat> yeah so um <clears throat> sorry excuse me um, yeah in, in general like uh, maybe we can take a step back and like like building an exchange a decentralized exchange in general like means obviously you need to pick a blockchain that is decentralized enough, right? Um, and then in some environment where, like, um, you have to, usually, like, you have to build your own um, matching engine, right? Um, and also some kind of, like, order placements um, handling so you can build your order book, right? And if you're building a perpetual market, then you also need to find, um your own oracle source as well right um but the great thing about injective is that we've built we have all these available for you right so that's why we we call ourselves a blockchain built for DeFi. and exchange is the is the is you can call it like the the sun of our solar system right it is it's like what's fueling this whole um blockchain for DeFi um narrative for us right and we have the um um, matching engine um that's uh that, that's on chain right so each block um, we will pick up everything that's on the order book and and also the new orders that come in from that block we will um, match the orders right and then at the end of the block and the, a new state comes out right so the matching engine w- works very nicely within the blockchain right so there's something that's like unique on injective already um We also have the um, oracle that is um, already built in. So um, right now on the mainnet, all the perp markets are using Band as a oracle provider. Um, But um, as builders, right now, like if you're using testnet, then feel free to use Pith, which is our new um, integration, and they also have a lot of um, new price feeds, and that can be um, um, leveraged and used. Um, for your perpetual market as well, right? Um, yeah. So I I think like that is a good a fund, like like a good overview of fundamentally like how does how would the exchange um work, and the decentralized exchange should work. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah, awesome, great approach. And gonna jump kind of you know more so to 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 a different type of question here. And Sammy, I would love to kind of kick it over to you. Um and, and for you to discuss kind of specifically on the decentralized exchange kind of aspect. Obviously, one of the most Im- important and pivotal aspects is to be able to onboard with some form of of currency. You know, how have you found and how has Transact found such great traction um approaching and working directly with kind of DeFi based projects?
2: Um
3: uh, thanks for the question. So so well, yeah, I mean I mean um I think everyone everyone is kind of aware that, that DeFi is is something that is currently used by quite a small sphere of people. It's it's used by um it's used by people who understand how to set up a wallet, how to get the private keys, how to um how to buy crypto and send that into your wallet, how to pay gas fees, how to um how to do all of these things. You know, interact with smart contracts, do allowance transactions. And so what what uh transact is is doing is is we're trying to uh, work with these applications um let's say you want to have a dex uh we we want to work with you guys to to understand how is how is a normal user going to use your app um, you know beyond just this uh kind of core uh crypto native uh market how how are normal people going to use that um so i I suggest you know, when people launch their app, they, they just launch it to the, to the crypto native market. You know, don't worry about this stuff initially. Kind of get your product out there and make sure that it works. But then once you have it live, you have to answer this difficult question of, of how to distribute this and how to get a wider audience. And um, all of the apps that we've seen that have had really, really great traction um, over the last couple of years, they've done a really good job of, of, um, of making it very easy for someone to connect their wallet, um, to get crypto into their wallet and to, and to start using it. So, so what you can do with Transact um, is, is three things, really. So the, the first thing is, is you can allow people to buy crypto inside the app. Um, this is, this is a, a really important part. So, so now instead of someone having to go off to like, uh, you know, Coinbase or Binance or wherever and, and buy crypto, they can, they can just buy crypto inside your application. If, if they're going to have to leave your app and go somewhere else in order to get started, uh, there's a very high chance they won't come back um so so we can support that and and we are also supporting the injective token um that's listed on transact um which we we are proud to announce recently um the second thing is is we have a product called transact one so transact one uh solves the next part of the puzzle which is that after even after someone buys crypto it's still not that easy to use a dapp you have to um you have to do allowance transactions you have to pay gas fees and you know most people don't even really know what a gas fee is, you know, it's like, what is gas? Like, is that something I have to put in my car, or like, what does that even mean? So we have to be very, very conscious of of uh, you know people's normal knowledge. And then um, what, what Transact One does is, after on ramping the user, let's say they're on ramping into uh, injective token or, or they're on ramping into a stablecoin, um, we will send that we will send that crypto to a smart contract. So let's say a Dex, uh, we will call that smart contract on behalf of the user. Um, we, will, we will pay the gas fees um, on behalf of the user. So they don't even have to know what gas fees are. And then uh, let, let's say they're swapping um, like injective token for stable coin, then um, the stable coin will just uh, arrive directly in their wallet. So that whole end to end experience uh, is collapsed down into just like a, an Apple Pay or just like a bank transfer. And then, and then the tokens arrive in their wallet. Uh, they've used your app. They've, they've executed all of those steps, um, but we're just trying to simplify that. Uh, now, the third thing is, is we're partnering with, um, we're partnering with, with uh, easy-to-use wallets. So we're working with wallets like Magic, Web3 Auth, Blockto, Griffin Wallet. You know, we, we, don't, we don't have any particular opinion on, on any, any particular wallet, um, but we can collaborate with those wallets so that a user can just sign in with email and start using your app. So if, if you put all of those th- three things together, what you get is, is you get an app where someone can just sign in with their email or their social account. Um, they'll have a wallet created for them under the hood, which you know, they don't even have to know about. They, it, it exists, but they don't have to really understand what it does. And then they would pay using their preferred fiat payment method. So let's say uh, bank transfer or Apple Pay or some local payment method in, in Southeast Asia or whatever it is. And then they just uh, execute your smart contract and and it's just uh, it's just a few clicks. It's like a really really easy experience. So that's that's what Transact can do for your app. And and uh, you know we we can also just act as a partner for you guys to help
1: onboard more users in general. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So so important for kind of the the user experience. And and with that, I guess kind of jumping back over to Chris. So unique in that kind of as you know, Sammy just noted. There's all different levels in terms of you know interfacing with the user. And Injective, Injective Labs, and specifically your experience is very unique in that working on Helix, the decentralized exchange, which is kind of the largest app built atop Injective's blockchain, as well as working on the chain level of Injective. Just speaking on the perspective of Injective, kind of what are the core primitives um, that, that kind of allow builders to get up and and easily quickly build as opposed to having to do this on some other chain.
2: Yeah, I think like um kind of touched on this just now, but yeah, because we have um everything that's provided on the chain. So if you're I'm sorry, if you're a dex builder on Injective, essentially you could even think about like you you could focus on building um the client facing side of things. And let the chain handle um, all of the um, so-called complex stuff, right? Such as does um, uh, the matching engine, um, the order book. Where's the liquidity coming from, right? Because the liquidity is shared um, between the, uh, uh, uh within the chain, right? Amongst all the applications, right? So, so like these are all like unique, like proposition of why building on top of um, injective. Um, it's so easy as a as a dex. Obviously you'll be you, you you'll be using um, a lot of our exchange module, right? But um I don't know whether we want to dive deep into like the module state stuff right now.
1: Yeah, yeah No totally spot yeah. on and then and then kind of switching up to the perspective of Helix, um, is there anything in specific to kind of note um, to any of the builders, you know, that, that will be easy you know easily building with the exchange module without diving too deep yeah hello
4: yeah.
2: hello oh hey, yeah hey. yeah my mic's
4: working yeah um yeah sorry I'll... oh awesome awesome Kev would love for you yeah sorry to... about that that was a bit of a technical issue um no yeah so I think um no worries at all uh, I
1: just want to hop in and give a quick intro and, and maybe you know answer this specific question how is your experience being kind of one of the leading building one of the leading exchanges on top of the injective blockchain
4: yeah, so I'll just give a quick intro about Wavely. So, yeah, so Wavely is an exchange app on Injective for trading spot and derivative markets. Uh, so Wavely is a non-custody exchange uh, built using Injective's exchange module and uses Injective's um, shared order book primitive for liquidity. So we don't hold any user assets, and users trade in a decentralized way. Um, so yeah, so Wavely's um, core mission is to promote adoption of self custody, and we uh want to create basically we want to create a highly intuitive and user-friendly ex, uh, user experiences on the front end um to achieve this. Um, so in terms of um our experiences um building on injective oh um, uh, uh, yeah sorry um, oh yeah no worries yeah sorry, uh, sorry, uh, yeah uh, so yeah so some of the things um we do different um compared to like helix is um how we We get our our inspiration for the UI designs. Uh, A lot of it are from um, like your popular swap-based exchanges, like your Uniswap or your Osmosis. So we uh, we went for the um, casual, almost gaming-looking design themes, and yeah, uh, and um, yeah, we get users uh, who prefer to trade on Wavely because of that design difference. And
2: so, um, yeah, for yeah, so for like um our experience in I think we're
1: losing connectivity a bit with Kev. Yeah, seems like so. Okay, awesome. Well, well, maybe as as he reconnects, we can kind of you know, jump into the next piece is that kind of before we go any further, could we share some insights on, you know, why any of the kind of major modules that Injective is proffering and, and offering to any of these hackathon participants is so much, you know, is so much more unique than anything that that's offered outside of the Injective blockchain. Um, would love kind of to hear everybody's perspective on how Injective itself kind of differentiates from many of the other core kind of blockchain offerings um, that exist out there today. Perhaps we could start with Chris, but then would love to hear kind of Sammy and Kev's
2: thoughts here. Yeah, I mean, like, because we have everything built um, as a feature on chain already. So, like, by building on Injective, you get all these stuff, like, out of the box um, ready for you. And instead of, like, you don't have to build it yourself. So I I would say if you build um, a decentralized exchange on it, um, well, most of the majority of other chains outside, like, the development time would, would be probably, like, 10x more, right? Whereas here, like because um, all the things that is ready um, available for you, um, uh, you can just like tap in and lever- and, and use use um, all the chain features, and especially like as a as a new exchange, um, the, the hardest part is always like liquidity, right? Where do you find liquidity? And um, in our case, like well, in in Injective's case, like you get that um, already. So this is like something like that's very unique and and uh, uh uh of injective and why why is it so why it is so uh, powerful right to to build on to all of our order book model our on chain order book model uh sorry uh, one one last thing is like we uh, like injective is <clears throat> is also like one of the um very like um small small set of um uh, like blockchain or, or exchange offering that is fully fully decentralized right so all the way from matching engine from uh to oracle to order book right everything is on chain so um this is a very unique proposition as, as well
1: without a doubt thanks so much for highlighting that last point there chris um, something that jumps out to me all the time is that even the the, the magic engine is on chain, which is very unique. Kind of kicking over to Sammy, you guys are integrated, as you previously noted in the intro, um, with several wallets, several blockchains, um, and several DeFi applications. Would love to understand if any kind of some of the kind of interesting aspects you noticed um, while while working with the team at Injective Labs.
3: Yeah, so so um, we're really excited to be working with Injective. Um, I, I think, uh, um, you know, I, I'm not a I'm not an expert. You know, I haven't actually built any any dApps on on Injective. So I just I, I want to kind of caveat my answer with that is, is we're kind of sitting a layer above and we're we're working more on the onboarding. But um, some of the things that I'm excited about is definitely having these um, these these DeFi primitives on chain um, is pretty interesting and uh, you know, obviously, makes it much easier to build these kind of apps uh, and and much more efficient, um, which which is which is very interesting for me. Um, I don't have hands-on experience with that, but um, that's kind of uh, exciting from a from a high-level point of view. Uh, another thing that that we've seen is just like a very very strong community from Injective. You know, we work with uh, we work with so many different blockchains, um, and uh, and uh, you know we we you know we, we don't have time to like really. Lean in and and uh, go deep with every single one, but definitely with uh, with injective we've we've kind of seen a lot of buzz from the community since we started engaging uh, and that's exciting for us and and that that makes us want to lean in more and 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 engage more you know by like doing things like this Twitter spaces and by um, you know building more uh, deeply for this ecosystem so so um, yeah th- those are the two things that i've that I've been uh, excited by so far and and um, and then and then you know, fin- finally, um, you know, we're, we're really looking for just real, real-world use cases where people really have like real adoption, and and we do see a potential for that on, on, uh, on Injective. You know, I think some some of the apps that we're seeing, uh, uh, you know, like Wavely and 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 like these other apps is is that, is that uh, you know this this can be something that people really use. I think unfortunately DeFi is is like a little bit. Um, that the public is a little bit disillusioned by DeFi, but I do think over the next um, year or so, uh, we're going to start seeing a lot of volume coming back to these kind of apps, uh, and I think we're going to see them getting in, uh, integrated into a lot of bigger apps. You know, like like um, uh, CFI and and you know banking applications. So I'm I'm really excited to see the adoption curve, and I, and I do think there's a lot of potential in this ecosystem to be uh, some of the some of the like big apps that that really make that happen.
1: No doubt, awesome stuff, and and kind of. Kicking back to another question there for you, Sammy. Uh, Transact is the leading onboarding onboard infrastructure solution that kind of offers a single widget for fiat onboarding. Could you talk a little bit about some of the gaps that you and your team were approaching when first kind of, you know, putting yourself into the onboarding flow of you know bu- builders on top of Injective, right? Because without having access to crypto you're not able to use anything built on the injective blockchain so for dApps and exchanges in particular kind of what was the process of transact becoming one of the you know largest fiat to crypto on ramps um you know as it currently stands
3: are you asking for for, for dApps in general uh or dApps in in injective or, or like both
1: i, I guess both. both more yeah, yeah. more generally. okay
3: so so um so funny story. When when um, when we started working on the company, I made a Reddit post. This this Reddit post still exists. You could probably look it up if you if you dig through my profile uh, in February two thousand nineteen, asking uh, people. I said I'm paying zero point one ETH to speak with real DApp users. And at that time, there weren't a lot of DApps. There was like there was like uh, CryptoKitties and MakerDAO and like maybe Axie was kind of yeah, Axie was kind of around as well. And uh, and I was speaking with with um, these users. And and I was also speaking with the apps and and I asked the apps, like, please give me a, a, a description of how you're, you're onboarding your users. And it was literally like this bullet point list. It was like, um, they, they literally gave their users a bullet point list and they would like get on chats with their users uh, and, and like the founders would onboard the users like one at a time. And that list was like, go to MetaMask or whatever wallet, download it, uh, back up your seed phrase. You have to explain like what a seed phrase is and what a private key is. And then open a uh, an exchange account. You know that 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 process takes several days to like, get all your KYC and all that stuff done. And then buy crypto. or like firstly deposit your funds, uh, which can take a while, and then buy crypto. And then you have to transfer out the the crypto to your wallet, um, which is also like very scary. You know, if you're like copy and pasting the public address, and it's like all this hexadecimal like zero x blah blah blah. Uh, it's really really intimidating. And then, and then once you have it in your wallet, you have to, you have to like connect your wallet to the browser and like sign in with your wallet, and then use the use the DApp, right? Let's say you're kind of deposit, you're like you're like uh, uh, buying some CryptoKitty or something like that. You have to actually like call a smart contract. So um, we decided to tackle first the fiat on ramp because that was like the, the biggest, meatiest problem. Uh, that our product looks pretty simple. It's just like this little box where you buy crypto. But there's a ton of stuff that goes into that. It's like uh, all this compliance, licensing. Uh, we deal with chargebacks, we deal with fraud, we deal with payment reconciliation. We have banking relationships all over the world uh, in order to make that happen. So, so um, you know, our product is, is, is like the simple box, but there's a lot of stuff that goes behind that. And then, and then since we're working with with all these apps, uh, you know, Transact works with more than 250 uh active applications um, you know, across wallets. Uh, DeFi and and games and other applications as well. And and since then, you know, we we've made it a north star for the for the company to really help to onboard their users. You know, how can we how can we maximize the reach of that application, and how can we maximize the conversion rate of someone new landing on the page? And um, and so we 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 initially in uh we initially in in uh, in 2020 we started getting traction with you know. Apps like MetaMask, uh, we started getting traction in the Elrond community, um, and th- and then now we're we're in you know most of the major um, wallets, um, DeFi applications, games, and um, and then specifically with with uh, Injective, um, uh, probably the most notable uh, app app that we're working with is is Kepler uh, Wallet. So you can you can download Kepler Wallet and use it. Uh, however, you know anyone who's listening on this call. If if they're having an app that, and they're building on on uh, on Injective, you know you can also integrate us. Um, you would, you would just uh, uh, go to our website and and sign up for a developer account. Uh, Injective token is there. We also support like most of the major uh, blockchains and cryptocurrencies. Uh, if you're doing something cross chain, and then and then uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. So so we we're, we're excited to kind of scale up more into this Injective Injective ecosystem. I think. Uh, it's it's already on like a very very large growth trajectory. So uh, we're just making ourselves available to um, to to help grow with you guys. So so uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited uh, for this relationship and and uh, here to help.
1: Yeah, me too, me too. And and you know just with that great great answer there, Shami across the board, Chris. Uh, you know on the other side of that, being the head of product at at Injective Labs, would love to understand how Transact um as a fiat on ramp is is so necessary uh you know to enable and empower the injective community
2: yeah i i think um yeah Sammy kind of touched on it already but i mean for for mass adopt and you know injective we 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 want to have mass adoption right like more people use defi and use injective as a chain and no doubt fiat on ramp is necessary obviously like injective like one of the great things <clears throat> of injective is we have a lot of bridge um solutions, bridging solutions already, right? So um user can easily bring funds over from Ethereum, from um from Solana, from um Arbitrum, all these places, right? Um can already bring funds into Injective. And also we have like quite a bit of integration with centralized exchanges already, such as Binance, Kraken, et cetera, et cetera. So there are like existing users, there are already ways to bring um funds into Injective. but obviously what is um the easiest right the easiest is still always using fiat on ramp solution and having something um a a like some someone as big as transact um who is like very reputable at, in in the space and uh tons of experience with working with other chains right so it's got a like i i use transact numerous times as well myself right so it's got like one of the best user experiences out there in terms of fiat yeah, on-ramp. Um, it's significant. It's very significant. Uh, significant for for the injective community in, in terms of the next phase of what we're trying to do, right? Which is, um, um, yeah, mass adoption. Right, get more people um, to use DeFi. Right, so it's a very it, it's a very important um, step for us.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And I guess kind of Sammy, this might be the time to talk about that little box. Um and, and kinda of give the transact ad. But we'd love for you, for any of the injective users, you know, just to give a quick rundown of how to onboard with Fiat quickly here, um, onto the injective chain. As Chris noted, I've used it a couple of times, completely seamless. But we'd love to hear from your end any tips and tricks to to kinda, of, you know. Either add it as a developer one or use it as a consumer too.
3: Yeah, I guess that's that's important, right? Since we're like we're we at a hackathon and we we gotta build some stuff, right? So um, yeah, I mean firstly you can you can um, you can try buying out crypto on our website. Just go to transact.com and click on buy sell crypto. Um, you you can try it out, uh, buy with your preferred payment method. We support um, we support uh, cards, Apple Pay, Google Pay. Uh, bank transfers in many countries and local payment methods in many countries. Um, then, from from a developer point of view, um, so if you're on Transact.com, uh, you know if if anyone's like on their uh, on their computer right now, then or, or even on your mobile, you can just click on Integrate Now, um, and you just fill out your details, and um, and someone from our sales team will get in touch. Um, if you don't want to talk to anyone, uh, you know i I understand I do have that uh introverted side as well so if you don't want to talk to anyone just click on uh partner login and you can just create a a partner account and you can get an api key straight away and uh and you don't you don't even need to talk to anyone um and then you can also click on documentation on our website and you can um you can see our docs um so integrating transact is pretty straightforward it's 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 one of those like a few lines of code type integrations where you just copy and paste it. Uh, it's an iframe that sits in your product. So the the way the way a lot of um, a lot of DeFi apps that we work with do it is is you'll like sign in and then you'll have a uh, you'll have like a buy crypto button or like top up wallet button uh, inside your inside your app. And then when you when you click on that app, it would just trigger our iframe to open inside your application. It's fully mobile responsive, so it, it works on both desktop and on mobile really nicely. And then, uh, and then and then, then, you also have a bunch of uh, customizations. So if you go in our docs and you click on uh, the query parameters, you can customize a lot of stuff. So for example, you can, you can hard code a certain chain. Uh, so it will only show assets on on uh, a certain chain. You can ha- even hard code a certain cryptocurrency. You can make a cryptocurrency a default. Let's say you want it to have stablecoin or you want it to have injective as, as a default currency. Um, you can hard code. Uh, different uh, fiat currencies. By default, we we show the fiat currency of the user's IP address. So if they're in the US, we'll show USD. If they're in in Europe, we'll show Euro, etc. Um, and then and then yeah, just just have a browse through the docs. It's really really customizable. Um, if you did want to try out any products like Transact One, um, well NFT checkout we have it. But I, I don't know if that will really be appropriate for people here. Um, but we have the ability to buy NFTs with with fiat. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just, just have a, uh, have a browse around. We also have a, a Transac, uh, developers telegram group where, um, which you can find on our, um, you can find on our website where you can come and like ask questions to the community. Um, and then also like, if you need any help in particular, um, you can reach out to the Transact account, which is, um, which is one of the co-hosts of this Twitter spaces. Uh, you can also DM me and I'll and I'll um, get you in touch with the team or, or just reach out to anyone from the team directly. You know, we're here to help, we're here to collaborate and uh, we want to help you to onboard your users.
2: Yeah, Sammy, actually, um, I think like you could, for someone like Helix or Waifly, like we could even like integrate without using a widget, right? Like do the full like customized way so we can still own the whole like front end experience as well, right? Just using, essentially using you guys as a, like a back-end service for fiat yeah, um, that's
3: correct so so um, uh, to, to some extent our our um, product is white labelable uh, you you can yeah. do a lot of the stuff um, as like uh, more kind of back-end API calls there are some stuff there are some things which you really just wouldn't want to build yourself like the <laughs> the payments page yeah, um,
2: yeah I, I think for hackathons sake, hackathons sake I suggest everyone don't don't just just use the widget, right? Don't, don't do anything too crazy with the customization. For sure, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, yeah like yeah, like
3: uh, yeah. just just get it up and running, and then and then you can kind of do like more customization stuff. Um, yeah, for, I mean, for someone a bit uh, more advanced, like Wavely or or you know uh, any other app that's more advanced, you you can just you can just uh, uh, speak to us, and 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 we can discuss more about white label type stuff, and and you can also look in our docs. Um, just, just as, as a caveat to that, you know, there are some parts of that, which like will be a real pain in the ass to, to, to try and build your own UI for, so like building your own UI for, for KYC or for like, um, you know, payments and stuff like that, um, is a pain, but yeah, definitely. If if you want to go a bit deeper with us, I suggest like, like, uh, like Chris says, just, just get started with, with like the simple widget, but if you want to go a bit deeper, like after the hackathon, then you can speak to us and, and we can start to like. White label stuff, and definitely check out the the query parameters because you can do a lot of stuff like very easily with with like basically no coding um, to to customize using query query parameters.
1: Nice, awesome stuff there, um, and thanks for kind of you know giving an in depth explanation for many of the hackathon builders who are, are are listening live as well as will be come back coming back to listen. <clears throat> um, Chris, kind of jumping back to you in terms of getting back to the, the Helix conversation and. I believe we kind of lost Kev on the Waverly side here due to technical difficulties. Um, would love to understand, you know, on a on a high level, both on the liquidity side as well as the user experience side, how you see Helix differentiating itself from other DEXs in the market and how other hackathon builders using the exchange module that we previously discussed could kind of leverage a lot of those advantages.
2: Yeah, so I mean, like... Um... <laughs> Maybe I can start off with like talking about like helix. Like like what, what are we doing differently for like for uh, uh like at a helix or for helix compared to other texts, right? So actually like um Kev from Wavely kind of touched on, like they 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 focus on kind of like swap um uniswap style like experience, um like theme, that kind of thing. So, like quite DeFi. And and it's great for uh, for us to see that. But whereas at Helix, we actually like we 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 deliberately try to um, do a lot of things that um, mix give, gives the user a quite a centralized ex, exchange experience, right? And obviously with with the essential the advantage of decentralized exchange, right? Which is like you you your key your money, right? That kind of stuff, um, fully decentralized solution but the reason why we wanted to um to replicate um the centralized exchange experience like if you're a user if, if you go to Binance Kraken whatever all these places um it would be similar um trading on Helix is because for us Helix's goal is to um onboard users right like onboard more people into uh, injective right and, and for us it's getting the the centralized exchange bunch giving them a very familiar um, uh, interface or a trading experience back into a decentralized environment right and so like that is why like helix is doing like the experience is quite unique in in the dex world, I would say because um because we're we're we're, we're trying to achieve that right we were trying to bring um like if you think of uh the crypto users as a spectrum right we're, we're, we're not like at any way if you think about Dex users as usually and the like uh, the the high end or like let's say sophisticated or more insightful bunch like helix is actually um trying to get to the the, the middle um segment more right however for someone like waveleaf or, or any builders out there, you guys should also like think about the spectrum and, and like who are you trying to serve, right? So are you trying to make you can make it something like that's so simple to use as well, right? But it's like the feeling is like very very defi, very uniswapy, right? Like kind of like wavely, right? Go for it, right? Because that's like the audience that you're trying to address. Or like you guys, you, you guys can also like kind of follow what what Helix is trying to do, right? Or maybe even more extreme, right? Like maybe. Um, maybe come up with something like even even better, right? Like, as long as you you can find that that um spectrum, like, like that that user spectrum, like find the the segment that you're trying to serve. Um, I think that would be uh, a very good way to think of like wh- why why build a dex or but why build another dex? Um, during this hackathon, right? And um, Cooper, you also asked about liquidity, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Spot on. I think it's kind of, uh, kind of, uh, a, from my perspective, one of kind of the competitive advantages of building with the exchange module. Um, but would love to hear more. So you know exactly why.
2: Yeah. So like, <clears throat> so our exchange module, like I think we touched on earlier as well. Like, so the exchange module is actually shared across the chain, right? So liquidity is shared um, across the chain, right? So. Building on top of Injective, you don't have to worry about liquidity per se. Obviously, if later on, like, if you can like, get, get users to bring more uh, liquidity into Injective, that's perfect, right? That's, that's, um, I think that, that would be great for, for the whole chain, right? But out of the box, there are already like some heavyweights um, uh, trading on I- I- Injective, as well as quite a decent uh, amount of um, uh, retail traders as well. Right, and so the great thing is that um all this liquidity is shared, right, and um yeah, A- and so like that that makes it like very easy for any like uh, like um dax builders um on injective to, to just get going right, and you can you can basically launch <laughs> maybe maybe some of you guys can can launch um at the end of this hackathon, right you know I think that that's the the speed we're talking about if you if you if you really want to push right then then probably at the end of this hackathon we can see a few more um, functional DEXs already because of we've just injective takes care of um, or specifically the exchange model takes care of like the the hardest part of the um, of building a DEX. Yeah, without a doubt. And 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 you know more
1: specifically on a high level on the the AMM side of things, you're needed to provide tons of capital on both sides of a pair that, you know, a, more so in most cases, is not kind of used. And then on the other side of things, in a much more capital efficient environment, you needed to go out and find large liquidity providers to provide active liquidity within tradable ranges. Um, And and as Chris noted, kind of the shared liquidity across the, the, the chain level of the injective central limit order book is really an unmatched financial primitive. Um, so with that, kind of would love Chris to lastly understand before we kick it over to you know you guys to just discuss what's what's kind of you know you guys see coming in the future. But before we get there, Chris, we'd love to understand as we just noted and highlighted this kind of chain level liquidity that anybody can come on and build a a quick exchange with their kind of competitive advantage. Is is so optimal? What other developments is Injective working on to further empower developers and users um, on a high level? Anywhere you can kind of anything you can note here
2: in terms of liquidity management?
1: Yeah, or kind of you know any alpha for any of our listeners today or, or builders?
2: Yeah, so um, <clears throat> uh to to secure liquidity, like uh pr- we have like two approaches, right? Well, a a few approaches, but like two things like right now we're we're working on, right? So um, constantly we have some rewards that are going to help um, more, like to incentivize um, more users to provide liquidity. I think that's always ongoing. Um, And then there's also like one thing that we are um, actively working on now is like any kind of um, um, smart contract um, application um, that could help uh, provide liquidity in a and an automated way for for some users, right? or, or working with some other um, um, applications or partners out there that could help users to um, passively provide liquidity into injective, right? Because right now, um, a lot of the time, uh, as an order book exchange, like the great thing about order book exchange is capital efficiency and all that. But there's a downside, which is like uh, a lot of the time it requires a a trader to actively actually trade. And so we we call this active um, um, liquidity providing, uh, um, but um, that we are working with um, multiple partners, but also like different features as well ourselves to make it easier for um, users to be able to provide this kind of liquidity in a passive manner. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no, definitely sounds
1: like a, a bit of, you know, some alpha there. And we'll be excited to see where, where that leads. Um, Lastly, kind of, you know, for, for I guess, closing thoughts, as well as kind of more of an open forum discussion here, Sammy and Chris, would love to understand how you guys are currently seeing the crypto, you know, environment, um, being specifically Transact, you know, you guys onboarding fiat, Directly into kind of you know crypto um, and and what you see as kind of the next big phases to onboarding the next million and what some would say the next billion um, users into web three or into crypto products more generally of you know, what are the most important you know on a high level thoughts you guys have um, when assessing these things
2: cool yeah i'll I'll jump in here uh, so yeah
3: I, I, I think uh gaming's pretty interesting right now i i am just talking generally and then i'll kind of get more into like defi um stuff later on so i think gaming's uh pretty uh interesting right now because we've got a lot of like triple a titles that are being developed and starting to come into production over the next 6 to 12 months so that's going to be really exciting i think that'll drive a lot of usage and um and and also you know people are um seem to be quite willing to to go through um, the process of onboarding into crypto in order to use games, uh, it seems to be something that works quite well at the moment. Uh, I think that the stuff that's happening in, in DeFi and, uh, and CeFi right now, uh, the, the vibe is, is a little bit unfortunate just because of the stuff with FTX and the stuff with Terra and Luna. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, we, should, we should definitely learn some lessons from that. I think FTX, um, you know, if you're building a DApp uh you you don't really need to worry too much about that because you know you're not going to be able to like um uh well obviously you know uh you, you need to be responsible but but I I don't think that re- that stuff really applies because they just had centralized funds and they they <laughs> basically uh did, did the wrong things with them but the terra luna stuff uh i think we need to learn learn some lessons from that in terms of like um you know ponzinomics and and eventually like any kind of ponzi type scheme in, in an app will eventually come uh, crumbling down if it doesn't have some like long-term sustainable um, substance to it. So um, yeah, I think in the short term, I'm seeing like gaming and like NFTs brands really uh, brands really leveraging NFTs to engage with their um, to engage with their audience. Um, over the long run, I do really think it's 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 inevitable that that DeFi is going to be uh, huge, um, just because you're going to start to have uh, products like better DEXs. You know, where you can just trade into like a large number of assets, you're going to start seeing the securitization of a lot more real-world assets like stocks, uh, property, um, bonds, like these kind of things, and um, and then you're also going to start seeing uh, sustainably better rates of return from from DeFi yields. You know, from staking, from um, from from DeFi lending applications, and. What I what I want to share with you guys is 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 a lesson to to really think about distribution. Um, So me and Yeshu, co-founders of of Transact, we're both uh, like technical like computer science type backgrounds. But something that we really had to to learn and appreciate uh, as part of building Transact as a company is distribution is really important. So it's not just about building a cool product, but you actually have to think about who's going to use this uh, and what's going to be your go to market strategy. And maybe your initial go-to-market strategy is not going to be uh, the, the long-term uh, uh, biggest market, but maybe it's something that allows you to get the foot in the door. So I would encourage you guys to think as you're building your app from a design point of view, who are you building this for? I think Chris uh, kind of touched on this point and I really like that point, Chris, which is like, uh, who's going to be using your app? Um, and then and then how are you going to distribute it? Are you going to distribute it B2B? Are you going to distribute it B2C? Uh, is it going to be b 2 b to c where you're like, Getting integrated into someone else's app, but then dealing with their customers, and then and then uh, you know, are you going to go crypto native? Are you going to go um, like more like the on-ramp style, where you're going to like a wider audience? So I think it's very important to answer all of those questions. Uh, some of the use cases I see happening in 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 uh, in in the finance space right now, remittance is really really powerful one. Um, also like merchant checkout solutions, but then I think over the long run, you know, investing in apps uh insurance uh trading is, is gonna be very very exciting. And and a huge market. Huge, huge
2: market. Yeah. Um I think for <clears throat> um uh like so so I think yeah everything that Sammy touched on, I think I totally agree. So maybe I'll instead of talking about like the, the specific trends, then maybe I'll talk about like overall what I believe I believe DeFi let's call it like the next Let's say that the previous phase, um, DeFi was actually very much driven by rewards, right? So the likes of Uniswap, like all these guys, right? Like like uh it's just people are just jumping around and getting like trying to get the next like what is the biggest use and they just like migrate over to the and so you see the loyalty of of um of the users actually pretty low. Um because they're just like rewards hunters, right? So, so actually as the actual builders, like this is, it's good and bad, right? Because it's good in the sense that like you can really like just dump a bunch of rewards out and you can probably just get something. But the bad thing is like you, it's a race to the bottom, right? Because as soon as you don't have the rewards, then you lose out. There's no, there's no loyalty there, right? That, that, that was the, but ultimately that that's the fundamental, uh, push factor of the previous DeFi DeFi summer, right? Is that what is that what we call it? I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, DeFi summer, right? So now it's DeFi winter, but it's DeFi spring, right? But the next DeFi summer, it would be something like like and as a builder, I think now it's that's why it's the most exciting time to be a builder now, right? Because I think um the next phase, um the 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 the, the applications that would actually like stand out would be applications that are really solving real life problems, right within the de- like in a financial sense right so and then it's because it's decentralized people come to use it people are because i think like people people are like in general like they 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 they've woken up to like why centralized is bad right so SVB, FTX, all this, all this stuff, right? So they they are they they know they want to get into this in the DeFi space, right? But um but the we also like they 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 also have problems that needs to be solved, right? Whereas the previous iteration of DeFi Summer probably wasn't focused on solving problems, but like, hey Hike, how, how can I like like as a builder, right? It's like how can I dump more more and more rewards out and do all this stuff, right? So this time around the mindset I feel like um is shifting right and a lot of the builders are thinking that way as well It's like really like what is what is the right greatest user experience that's solving a a problem for for this new bunch of users or the existing users right that is like solving their financial problems right and i think this will be um like this is the overall trend that i can feel the defi is 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 uh is heading towards right and maybe that's and that's why sammy like um mentioned all these like new like the different sectors that that could be done because right? previously everything's about oh amm yield farming all that stuff but the next phase is like i guess this is just more stuff that like defi could solve and then like bringing the better product experience um to to the defi users right and i think that's the over trend, overall trend that I can see in DeFi and and also on the ground, like by speaking to um, numerous um, people within um, within the crypto space.
1: Fantastic. Uh, great answers from both Sammy and Chris there. Um, and, and with that, I think we're going to wrap up this incredible panel um, and, and this incredible building exchanges on Injective. Um, I know we lost Kevin Wavely. Uh, you know, you know, through there uh, about, I I think he just got to introduce himself and that was about it, but definitely take a look at, you know, Wavely, who's currently a speaker um, as well as all the great things Kev are doing within the injective ecosystem. And also, you know, want to thank Sammy and Chris and and the team at um, Transact for being a part of this great panel um, and allow them to kind of, you know, give their, their last remarks here as we, we wrap up and finalize this last panel. But again, for all of our hackathon participants, both listening live as well as tuning in later, this space has been recorded. Um, you can always you know hop straight onto the Injective through the Twitter, through kind of the hackathon website, et cetera, to learn more, hop into workshops, um, engage with team members that can answer questions from the Injective side and, and really get building within this Injective hackathon um, as soon as today. So, with that, kicking back over to both Chris and Sammy. Um, again, thanks for everybody for tuning in and looking forward um, to seeing you guys all on another panel sometime soon.
3: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. And uh, um, you know, I, I just want to say, you know, uh, we're, um, we're excited to be part of this community and uh, you know to, to join hands and and build together. And let's try to build something that people actually want and uh, and that people actually use uh, for the long run. And uh, let's do it together.
2: Yeah, good. <clears throat> um, yeah. oh, thanks, thanks so much, guys. And yeah, like, I, I think we should, um, yeah, like uh, my, my, my way of thinking this, like maybe I'm a product guy, that's why, but it's like, let's just build something that is like, you don't define by how many new users you can get in the next bull run. But how many users you can keep um, during the bear market, right? I think that is the biggest challenge, as the, at least for a product guy, right? And that's that's why I'm this. Space, I, I'm in this space because I, I I like to challenge myself and build something cool. And um, happy building, everyone, and the hackathon.
1: Love it, guys. Well, see you all soon, and, and best of luck building.
0: Cheers, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Injective Hackathon panel, Building Exchanges on Injective. Recorded on Thursday, April 20th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just so we keep it on the one, blast off on the two Help me see the three Third eye open wide, checking out the scene Laser beam focused, starscream jokers Living off the fat of the people they approach Tell me what happens when the land fights back With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter No one ever planned for the famine on deck We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger Sitting in a little den, envisioning the middlemen Listen to the fatal man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble bu- bu- billion talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian lost in the maze trying to make the next bubble bu- bu- billion. Danny vision in the middle men. listen to the fiddle man, play a little ditty. Then talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba bu- bu- billion. Talk about how while the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubba bu- bu- billion. Check the spaces.